0: Hi, this is Jay Harwood, the latest edition of Amazing Mental On My Podcast. My friend for over thirty years, Keith Hernandez. Keith, I've admired you for a lot of things. Your hitting, your leadership, your fielding. One thing I really admire your neat scorecard. Let me (laughs) let me me ask you a question. This is my scorecard, 1983. Give me give me a grade on that. What do you think? Well, the
1: handwriting is atrocious. Really? Yes. And. let me see, X3, what does that mean? Foul out three. Why is it X? I just made it up. That was, a, my sister. Really, sis- they got a home run. Home run.
0: Um, my father taught me how to keep scoring the 50. This is
1: the visiting team. Yes. This, and the other side's a home team? Right, right. Uh, my
0: philosophy was, in case my school book got stolen, the CIA couldn't use it. It's like hieroglyphics, Jay. Well, um,
1: it, you don't think it's good? T1 is pop out to pitch. Right. Uh, no, I it's fine. Everybody has their own style. I can't, I can't read. Long as long as you understand what it is. I probably couldn't go through this game right now, to be honest with you. It's that might go and send it to Cairo and <laughs> I'll put it in the Egyptian uh, museum. So tell me, with your
0: scorecard, how did you develop this system? Did you always, did you started with SNY and the Sports Channel? Did you always have the system with all the pens?
1: I, uh, my good friend Jim Cott, Right, who I was a former teammate in 82 right. with uh, St. Louis, and I, pl- and I played against him when he was with the Phillies when he came to the National League, played against him. Um, this was his, his scar uh, card that he right. showed me when I was first starting. And I think Jim was doing the Yankees then. And um, I just kind of d- uh, made a couple alterations, but I liked the basic concept of it and it's right in front of me so I can know what's going on in game. What happens if you're color blind though? I'm not. But if we've it's been a Warren. problem for Ron. <laughs> yeah, Ron can't Ron do it. doesn't, like what colors are those? <laughs> I, I can't. But
0: I mean, you, how did you pick the pens and stuff like that? I mean, the colors of the pens.
1: Um, well, the whole thing is uh, that this is Williams who pitched this game. He's the starter. He's in white. Uh, So he's all here, it all correlates here. And then I got yellow as the relievers come in, I have different score, I have different colors. So, um, let me get my glasses here. So Shreve, Shreve came in on the yellow, he's the first guy that relieved. And here's his inning. So I can look and know as the game progresses that this is Shreve, then the blue was Medina that came in and pitched three innings. And it's right there, so I know.
0: So each relief really doesn't have its own
1: pen, what? right? No, no, it's just in the, in the uh, chronological order the relief the relievers come in, and it's on the other side too, so. How, how long does it take you to make out this to- scorecard? I take. I, well, you've got to, um, I mean, you've got, I've got batting average, I've got two rows here to the right of the names. So this is Altuve. 274, 11 doubles, 12 home runs, 23 RBIs, 32 runs, 19 walks, 41 strikeouts, three stolen bases, thrown out once. Those are the the, the essential stats that I like. I don't want to spew OPS or on base percentage unless it's a particular player like um, Nemo who gets on base a lot. So I I will put here. You notice his on base percentage is right next to the left of his batting average because that's pertinent to Nimmo's game, and he's a leadoff hitter.
0: So what are these color things on the side of you? This is
1: over here, are just to differentiate, but it's still the same, Nimmo. Right here is what they hit in runners in scoring position, RISP. This is left-handed pitchers, what they hit against lefties with home runs, uh, right-hand pitchers. So I, I just kind of put a yellow here, so I know that, that particular picture of the day was uh, kitty. It was a, a, a right-hander, uh, I believe, so I have the highlighted on right-handed. If it was a left-hand picture, I would highlight the left-hand bar. See,
0: my problem is my eyesight is not good. I couldn't... Well, mine's the, going
1: bad, too. Well, not as bad as my keys to be honest but, with you. But, uh, you know, this is my relievers up here, Jay. See, I used to big boxes, because my I try to, I could never write in. Well, my boxes are about your size, a little bit bigger actually. They're wider. If you look, I mean, this is much easier to carry around. I, I get it, but your boxes are smaller. Mine are wider, as you can see, because I, um, you know, I like to write in. This is a home run, so you got to go all the way around. In the red, I fill in when they score a run and I fill in the diamond, because they went around the bases, and then I put a circle for an RBI with a red dot. So how many How many innings do you have on your scorecard? Um, Jay, I have 14. What happens if you go to the 15th? That becomes a very big problem. <laughs> 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 but this, you know, with the uh, hope the runner on second base, which I hope they get rid of, Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very rare, and it doesn't happen anymore. Do you do you
0: go through whiteout? What do you? I used to go with like seven bottles of whiteout a year. Well,
1: I have whiteout because sometimes they change lineups, right? Which is really a pain. I always put errors in red too. So this is an E3 because I want that to stand out. Um, these are at the end. These are by inning. So this is the hits on the top bar. This is the errors, and this is the left on base. And then over here I put the total. Okay, so there's eight hits, no errors, seven men left on base, and I put in red when there's a run scored, so I know when the run scored. Without I can look here or I can look up here, which is where. And this is
0: what Jim used to use. I mean, yeah,
1: yeah. How do yeah. you remember all this stuff? I what mean, do you mean, with, remember? I mean with the pens and this. I used to have one. Well, Jim didn't use the pens. That's just me. That's my. Uh, that's my touch. Was
0: it somebody you who copied that from the pens, or just did it your own? No,
1: just like. The, My idea was I can be able to see, I mean, look at it. You got Matone came in and then Martinez and then Abreu. So you had three relievers. And if I don't put anything here, I'm not going to know. So now I know that Matone came in in the seventh inning by the yellow, and that's his pitch, that's his inning. And then Martinez is in blue because it matches. It's just easier for me to, yeah, what, is, what message
0: does Gary use? Is it a lot different than yours? Or?
1: Gary doesn't do the color schemes. Um, he keeps scoring it's much similar to me, um, but he's got much more notes because he's play by play. Right. I'm just an um, analyst, peer, you so Gary has to call right. the game as it happens, but he's also gotta have a sense of what's going around the league. He does a lot of research um, on the players, where they're from, uh, if they have an interesting background, right. uh, a family background, or whatever. Uh, uh, and also what's going around in the league. If, say, um, Freddie Freeman of the Dodgers is in a 5 for a 55 right. slump, you know, or. Riley at, with Atlanta's in a red hot streak. Gary has all that written down because he's got to weave in and out the broadcast. Well, how is Ronnie's book, scorebook? I mean, Ronnie's like, he has a book like you.
0: You like me? Yeah. Old fashioned guy.
1: Uh, yeah, I guess. I think I consider myself old fashioned. Well, I mean, I could never do this. I would get. Well, here's get the umpires too, Jade. Huh? So the umpires are here, and I put them in bold. Here's the coaching staff, which I didn't fill out. So you have the manager, bench coach, pitching coach, hitting coach, bullpen coach, and general manager. General manager, I hardly ever put in because I, 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 what am I? Gonna, I don't care about the general manager. What happens if you lose one of your pens during the broadcast? I have backups. You backup pens? Oh yeah, I have backup glasses. Yeah. Backup. <laughs> uh, here's where I have uh, the team record. How many games they're ahead or behind? And I can f- I usually fill it out better. This is their. Uh, this is the Mets. No, it's Houston. So Houston came in. I don't. Uh, and this is game one of the series, so I really haven't seen Houston, so I really need to have the stats on Houston. Uh, they're 18-11 home, 22-14 and 14 away. They're 5-5 five five last 10, but 10 games ahead. Um, that I put you have it, a lot of
0: information on here.
1: Well, if we get the stat pack. And I also put in because of the point of interest that I remember when Houston and the Mets came in together in '62. Houston usually beat up on the Mets. Yes. Sir. So I put in here just for giggles uh, the, the lifetime record of Mets in Houston is Houston's 312 to 260. So they pretty much they pretty much beat up on the Mets. Do you ever ask what other what announcers do, or you just you know I mean this is my regimen here. Yeah. Um, I I do tend to watch um, opens more to see how someone presents himself, uh, even in football or basketball, any sport, when right. they do the open. And I'll, I'll watch and see if someone has a technique that, that might work for me, that, or that I like, which I never paid paid attention to before. <laughs> um, here's the diamond right here, the field, Jay, and I didn't fill in the coaches first, usually I do. Here's all that, Malonzo at first, Guillaume at second, Lindor, Escobar, Mazika, Cano, Nemo, Mardi. Um, Then I put the winning pitcher here, the end of the game, losing pitcher, if there was a save, home runs. It's a lot of information. Well, it's just in the end of the game. um, This is the starter's numbers. So I have current, what he's pitching against lefties, righties, this would be Williams, and home runs. And then up here I have his career win-loss record ERA and how many starts in games and starts and then I have opposition career so Williams was coming into that game was 0-1 lifetime 540 earn run average in only one start and then because it was only one start I put in six and two-thirds he gave up four runs and then I put up information up here above he's 6'3, 235, 30 years old from San Diego California went to God, Arizona State second-round pick 2013 by Miami that's... I would mean, need like four sheets of my oh, day. I just squeeze it
0: in. Through the years, right? You sign balls, y- uniforms. How does it feel like in the near future? The Mets are, and city are going to be selling your scorecards
1: to the fans. Do
0: you ever think to that point here, scorecard be available? It was
1: actually my idea. Was I, your idea? I was the one that pitched it. Really good. People, people love my card. <laughs> you know, they yeah. want to see my card. I got. They, 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 they tweet and they love my card. And I just got the idea, well, why don't we, it makes perfect sense, sell them in the stadium here, uh, this size, if you want, or do a size like this in a binder for those that want to, you know, that's not too cumbersome when you're at a game. Before this, what did you do? Did you you save these at home? I mean, Um, Last year, I gave Gary's wife, Lynn, all of them, and I signed them for her charity. That's great. Uh, Normally, that's the first year I did that. Normally I just rip them up and throw them away. Really? Yeah. I have. About Gary's th- got his whole, you know. Yeah. Loft. I have about thirty. books full of them. them. Every year he's been with the Mets, right. radio, and he's got every game. Wow. said, That's a fire hazard, hazard Gary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting, we're into the July now.
0: A Couple right. of days away from July 9th, the day we return, were coming here, we were telling your number. As it's getting closer. How does it feel a couple of days away now?
1: Well, uh, it's eight days away as we speak. Um, It's starting to hit home now. Uh, I'm a great procrastinator. I can push things aside, but now it's getting to where I think my kids are gonna come in on Tuesday. My brother's coming in on Wednesday. So I'm gonna have to start writing down on a pad. I mean, I've got five minutes to speak and I'll be five minutes. So I've got to start putting together what I'm going to say, but I don't like to have be scripted. I'm never good scripted. So I'll just have bullet points, people I want to thank or were important to me, my family, uh, and also just address the Met fans that have been so wonderful. Um, so I haven't, I've been kind of moving, thinking about it. It's in my brain, but i got to start writing it down on paper now. And um, I'll get through it in five minutes. And evidently, uh, We're going to have a little surprise on the – I'm going to throw the pitch, the uh, opening day – not the opening day. uh, The game pitch, I'm going to throw it. uh, And we normally – I'm going to have my brother catch it. Great. Yeah, so Gary's bringing – I gave Gary my first baseman's mitt after we won the 86 World Series. He's got the glove that I wore through through the playoffs, second half of the season in playoffs and World Series. So he's going to bring that. And we're gonna have a little uh, a little twist in where I'm gonna throw the ball, uh, okay. throw the pitch. What, what has Gary meant to you through the years? I mean, you know, a lot of close
0: friends, teammates. for me, known, Gary as I did, he's always been there for you. He's been a consultant, confident. Mm-hmm. He picked his brain a lot. I mean, what does it have a
1: you know an older brother like that? Uh, it's very important it's one thing our parents stressed when we were kids and particularly my father and particularly to Gary because I was the baby brother it's only two of us right that Gary had to look after me and at your brother and family's blood's thicker than water and you oh you know you only get your family and that's the most important thing and um, Gary uh, took that to heart he always was there for me and um, was never never jealous of That's my right, success. He, he could have been jealous, but he was he could play in his own right. People. Not yeah, mind. well, an all American at Cal as right. a sophomore. I mean, and and, uh, and all Pac eight when uh, Fred uh, at Berkeley, and uh, you know Fred Lynn was playing center field right. for for SC then, back in those great glory days of the USC Trojans under Rod Dato. Um, uh, he played minor league ball, got as high as Double A. And uh, yes, he could have been jealous of me. I think if the shoe was on the other foot, I probably wouldn't have been so so uh, so forth uh, so giving yeah. as he, he was. I can give you one example, Jay. I was in a bad slump in A-ball, 18 years old, my first year in pro ball in St. Petersburg in the Florida State League. And Gary was down, just got drafted, and he was down in the uh, extended spring training down in Sarasota, which is what? about an hour 15 minute drive from St. Pete and they play day games in that heat in the summer and I called him on the phone and I was really down the dumps and I went to the ballpark that night and I go out to take infield and Gary drove up really he drove up for BP it was I went out to take BP he drove up after the day game and pumped me up watched the height an entire game uh, saw him after the game. And then he drove back to Sarasota and then had to get up early in the morning and, and, right. and, and, you know, and that's, that's the kind of, that's, love, a, that's the kind of guy, he is. you know,
0: but, 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 I'm looking for, I'd be a, a, but you'll have a packed house and uh, um, we certainly come a long way from June 15th, 1983 when he walked into the clubhouse
1: and Tom Seaver is welcome to the Stems." Yes. Yes. It's a long way. i never would have dreamed, you know, even, uh, you know, when I was with the Cardinals, you know, in the New York in the 70s was going through bankruptcy and all and it was really a kind of depressed city and it was never a town I went out in. And then to be here and have Rusty stop say, okay, you got to stay in the city and then have Rusty uh, take, uh, uh, take me under his wing and show me around and meet all the restaurateurs and, and, and to get me uh, integrated into the city, uh, which made the transition so much easier and I, you know, it took me four weeks before I realized that this is a nice place to, yeah. to be let alone play
0: but yeah I, this is gonna be a hot commodity Keith I mean I'm gonna get buyin to learn from this you know I mean look at my scorebook what do you think this would sell in the, in the uh,
1: you yeah probably not a well, whole, I don't think uh, it's about if, if 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 it was if that was my scorecard yes it would sell yeah. this, <laughs> if this was your scorecard <laughs> it, could, it wouldn't sell nobody could read it <laughs> Well, listen,
0: best of luck on the night. I'll be there cheering you on. You've been a good friend for all these years, and appreciate our friendship, Keith.
1: Oh, Jay, I've known you for a long, long time, time, and uh, it's been great, wonderful.
0: Well, we got through a lot together, you and I.
1: We have, I and mean, we got through a world championship yes, together.
0: Sir. Yes, sir. Fantastic. Well, all well, the best, Keith. All right, Jay. All right, thanks, Keith. <laughs>